You're listening to the Fantasy Alarm MLB DFS Podcast with hosts John Impemba and James Grande. What's going on, FA Nation? John Impemba here with James Grande. This is the Quick Pitch MLB DFS Podcast recording here for Monday's eight-game main slate. James, man, how you been? Doing well. Back in the saddle at last week was tough in terms of scheduling. We both had some personal things to attend to with the so we kind of put the pot off a couple days, but we're back at it. Full week of podcasts. Let's go. Yeah, exactly. And though we were we didn't pot a couple times last week, we still were available in Discord answering questions. Right. And so we didn't completely abandon you, which is our promise as always. So but we do have eight games to get to here. Some nice matchups, some top pitchers in bad spots, I'll say. Right? Like Scherzer gets Atlanta. Scherzer's obviously a beast, but Atlanta is a really tough offense. Uh, great return start for Max, though, huh? Six innings, two hits, 11 <laughs> strikeouts. No, not wasting time at all. You have Aaron Nola going up against the St. Louis Cardinals in St. Louis. He's over $10,000. You have Max Fried going up against the Mets team he's faced once this season already. But like I mentioned, he's drawing the opposite side of the Scherzer matchup. You have Sean Manea in, Cal- in Colorado. Not really a great spot. Mikolas is going up against Philadelphia. So, like, those... The top five pitchers, I don't know. Like, Scherzer's maybe the only one I would play with semi-confidence just because the way Atlanta's been striking out so much. I don't really love the other spots. Freed's probably fine. The Mets had a tough time today with Alcantara, but I, I, the rest of the rest of that top group, I'm questioning. I mean, I'm definitely on Scherzer all formats, no matter who he faces. I actually really like Aaron Nola, so I'm definitely on the other yeah. side of the fence. St. Louis last two weeks, 24th in OPS. They have a 24% carried over that time. And all year, I've played right-handed pitching against St. Louis. They're league average. They're much better against lefties. They're eighth in the league in OPS. So I love Aaron Nola. I've loved everything about him the last, like, two months. And he's striking everyone out. I know he didn't have, like, that strikeout start against Washington. Still gave us seven and two-thirds. Didn't get the win, and that obviously hurt. But outside of that start, I mean, he has five-plus strikeouts in all but one other outing this year, and that outing was in Colorado. So upgrade in Pitchers Park going to St. Louis as well. So I really like Aaron Nola. I like both those two top pitchers. The Mets have been better against right-handed pitching as well. They don't. They still don't strike out a lot. Freed's a lefty, so... No, I know. So my point is they've been better against righties. So going to free makes sense. I mean, the guy is just that dude. I mean, faces the Dodgers, two runs, nine strikeouts. Goes to Cincinnati, not a great offense, but we know Cincinnati's good against lefties. And in Great American, seven innings, one run. St. Louis hits lefties, just mentioned, doesn't allow a run over six innings. I mean, he's just that good. So I'm willing to go to him, too. I actually like this top-tier quite yeah, a bit. Giving I, you 25 fantasy points, basically, against the Giants and the Dodgers without getting a win is good. Yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> it's crazy. There. I, I mean, I will go all three of those guys over Manai, and I do agree. Miklas, I think you and I fade him probably too much because he's been pretty good. Yeah, um, even like he's like flash strikeout upside of time. <laughs> the thing is that Kyle Schwarber's hitting too many home runs right now. Yeah. So. Uh, and he only had one strikeout against the Phillies in their two starts ago. So not the most ideal spot. If we're looking in the mid tier, I mean, Merrill Kelly isn't back pitching well again in the Giants. We know that offense has been up and down at times. You got him in a pitcher's park in San Francisco. Kelly this year, pretty good across the board. So $7,600. Would you, yeah, basically you pick a pitcher in this matchup, right? Cobb or Kelly? 
Yeah, I feel like they just faced each other. I think they faced each other in their yeah, last it's Actually, matchup. yeah, it's very last starting. You're right. Six and a third, two earned, six strikeouts for Kelly in that game. 19 points, no win, though. Yeah, I mean, he's been good. Outside of three of his last four starts, he's given us two earned runs or less and a quality outing. And even in that Detroit game, wasn't terrible. He still got double-digit fantasy points. He's got us double-digit fantasy points in six straight. He's got us 19 or more in four of six. And San Francisco's offense is, they're okay. Like, their league average against righties, 23% K rate. Over the last two weeks, though, John, to your point, like, attacking attacking San Francisco is ideal. 29th in OPS, 29th, 28th, rather, in Woba. So, yeah, I think And Kelly, it feels like San Francisco, some of their better bats are from the left side, and isn't Kelly tends to be a reverse splits pitcher there? Has been, yeah. And plus, San Francisco lost Longoria to the IL lately. Yeah. Bell is hurt. Brandon Belt's hurt. Like, they they have a bunch of guys missing. And we know how streaky, like, guys like Jack Peterson and Mike Yastrzemski are. So, yeah, I think Merrill Kelly's going to probably pick up quite a bit of ownership here. I guess I'll just quickly throw this name out, and I want to see what your opinion is. Because I've been using guys against the Indians kind of frequently, even though, or the Guardians lately. Uh, even I like Lance but he's just been having blow-up innings. Yeah, he has not been he has not been great, that's for sure. Yeah. 8200. I really like the price and I really like the matchup. I agree. Worth a, I think he's worth a shot in a tournament, especially considering like if you're not spending up on I mean, if you're pivoting away from Mer- you're playing one of the top 3 guys plus Merrill Kelly most likely. The yeah. what's a pivot away outside of Lance Lynn? If you have one, I'm all ears cuz I don't see much that I like. Yeah, there isn't really. Daniel Lynch comes off the IL against Detroit. The last two starts for him before going on the IL weren't awful. Detroit does hit lefties, though. That's the one thing they do is hit lefties fairly well. I mean, Bayo gets Tampa Bay again at 5K. He first start jitters over, maybe. All right. Like, I think I'd be willing. He was 28% rostered. How many people do you think roster him this time at the exact same price in the exact (laughs) same spot? Right. Take the under. Like, so, I mean, I would be willing to take a dart throw on him again. Again, the kid has very good stuff. First start, he hung some pitches. Yandy Diaz was just lacing doubles off the right field, off the green monster against him. I mean, I'd be willing to give him another opportunity to show why he's a top 50 prospect in baseball at 5K. I think Glenn Otto at home against Oakland is kind of interesting. You faced them already this year. Five innings, one run allowed, five strikeouts in that game, 21 fantasy points. He had 15 fantasy points and a loss against Baltimore last time out. Just one earned run in that start. I mean, is he exciting? No. Oakland feels like they're actually hitting the ball a little bit better lately as well. But Texas has been playing more of a pitcher's park since they changed stadium. So I think that's changed this year. I think I saw something that Texas has like randomly been a top 10 park in runs per game. Which is why I was also just looking at his... He also has an 8 ERA at home. Yeah. Compared to a 330 on the road. Which Good point. I don't know... He's not giving up a lot of home runs, though. He's just giving up hits. Let's see. Right? 24 is, hits in 21 innings, but only four homers. 12th. Globe Life is 12th in runs per game this year. Yeah. So slightly worse than league average. I agree. I, I'm not, I think Otto is in play. I'm just... It feels like when I've played pitchers against the teams lately, like Elvis Andrews has hit like a back-breaking home run off yeah. of the guy I had. And I'm like, what is <laughs> what is happening here? Right. Let's see. Is, is I'm, with you, I'm with you in tournaments. I, ugh, 
Oakland still is like not doing. Yeah, they're still not good. Last two weeks, 28th in batting average. Woba there, 29th strikeout rate. They are. They're not really striking 16th. out. So yeah. that's so maybe that's a 238 bat, a 580 OPS. I mean, like I don't know. Uh, if you're looking for value, I think Otto and Bayo are the two I'm I'm looking to go towards. Okay, I'm with you. I mean, I, I don't see there's nothing else for me. So last 30 days versus or last 14 days versus right-handed pitching, Oakland has the 24.6 percent strikeout rate. That's sixth highest. Their batting average is 199. Their woba is 259. So righties are still just absolutely dominating them. So something to look at. And John Jose Urena. Uh, I know, yeah, we're in I know Colorado. I know he pitched. He broke a lot of hearts the other day. He broke everyone's heart. Yeah. Six and two thirds, an earned run against the Dodgers, but I mean, he's in course. Is he really gonna pitch his way around no. this course? I don't no. think. So I'm with you. So we'll get to it. Sack against. I'm not playing him though. Like I said, for me, the values are Bayo and Otto. For the mid tier, I'm okay with the land. Again, he's just he just has like that one inning where he gets blown up against Baltimore. They sent him out for the sixth or the seventh. He gave up a bunch of runs last game. The fifth inning, he gave up a two-run home run. Cleveland doesn't strike out at all. That's another thing. Even though Greinke, for whatever reason, today had like five strikeouts. They're not a team that strikes out 15% strikeout rate against right-handed pitching over the last two weeks. So Arizona, 13% strikeout rate over the last two weeks. That's a little bit That's a little surprising, eh? Yeah. Uh, So anyway, so that's for pitching. Scherzer, free for me. You like Nola, that's fine. He's a good pitcher. He can get on board if the numbers play out the way they do. Kelly, and you like Lynn as a pivot contrarian option, and then Otto and Bayo as value. Yep. All right, catcher, what do you like? Not paying 5K for Mitch Carver. That's insane. Christian Vasquez, Christian Vasquez homered again. No, I shouldn't say homered again. I think Garver's actually having season-ending surgery now. Is that officially announced? I saw, uh, I saw reports over the weekend that, like, Monday was going to be his surgery day. Yeah, last start on Sunday, he's surgery on Monday, yeah. So they let him play all this time. Yeah. To then just be like, all right, here's your here's your date. Yep. Okay, that's wonderful. Um, um, Eric, Eric left. Yeah, that's, Eric. That, that dude is hitting over 300 with like a 900 OPS against left-handed pitching this season. 4,500 more expensive than we want to pay for him. But you mentioned Lynch has been a gas can for a lot of the season, so I'm down with that play. Yeah, 341 well, but 790 OPS against him. Yeah. Exactly. Jay Melendez against Fiat. I think that's fine for tournaments. Melendez just is not doing anything but homering. So I think tournaments. That's I think perfect. the uh, that, that is perfect for yeah, tournaments. Yeah, perfect for tournaments. Perfect for tournaments. Let's see. I mean, Jonah Heim. Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, Jonah Heim for sure is in the lineup now. Yeah, he's right. He was in the lineup anyways, but like now he's definitely in the lineup. Who D? I wonder who DH is now for Texas. That's the question. Yeah. So he's definitely in. You can go a course catcher against Manaya if you want. Or vice versa, Alfaro, or both. They're, that's your two truck. Whoever's in the starting lineup is your truck. I mean, I know it's not a lefty, but you've been touting Carson Kelly down for a couple of weeks, and he's batting average 171, but the last week, almost 300 with a 970 OPS. Yeah, so, he's raking. And yeah. he hit leadoff the other day. Yeah, he, so he's going to hit lead. First lefty, get, still hit lead. Yeah, off. it's the lefty thing, but, like, still, I mean, dude, like, he had an awful lot. Last season was awful, and the beginning of this year was awful, but, like, he had, like, 300 a couple years ago and hit, like, a bunch of bombs. He's much better than whatever's happened over the last year and a half. So I'll keep playing him. I still think, like, the chalk 
catchers or cores, but like if you want to pay down and be contrarian, Kelly's definitely the guy. Yep. First base position. Bray was priced way up. He yeah. was mid 4Ks the other day. We loved him. Top price first baseman now. I mean, he's still hot, but you know, he needs a homer. But so, but that leads me to like, I guess like this top tier. Who's who's sticking out to you? Nobody. Isaac Paredes. Yeah, I guess. Um, I mean, like Nate Low against Martinez. Yeah, or? Nate Low, man. Like Luke Voigt, righty versus Urena. Yeah, that's a good one. Voigt, Voigt should garner some ownership. I actually think Derek Hall is like he's been a monster for Philly. Yeah. Seven extra base hits in eleven games, four home runs. If you don't believe in Mikolas and Hunter Dozier, another guy who's absolutely raking, John. Three forty three, three seventy eight, six. 57 slash over his last 10 games, seven extra base hits, eight RBIs, 3,200. So I think value is actually better than the top tier because you could probably play Hoskins. You could yeah. probably play CJ Crone if he is in the lineup because he didn't Hosmer's play. Hosmer's $2,100. Oh. Cores against Urena. Hosmer is $2,100. Well, I mean, what's the point of the rest of the position then? Like, I, I get it. He's been bad. I get he's been bad, but, like... Like, don't you just I mean, put him dude. in there? Yeah, <laughs> no, that's... not. Nah. Let, like, let's just say you're building a cash lineup, right? And you wanted, like, Scherzer freed. I mean, you play Hosmer, you have $4,000 for the rest of your lineup. Like, you don't even need to worry about... Or the rest of, like, the... Getting any other pitcher other than the, whoever you want. Because yeah. you're also going to probably spend down a catcher in this game. You're going to spend down everywhere. In the, I mean, yeah, cash games, you're probably going to play Eric Cosmer 2100. That's, I mean, that's at least how I look at it. I mean, Dahlbach gets a lefty here. He's, you know, the right side of the platoon for him. He's 2K. He's in 250 over the last 10. He's got like a six-game hitting. 770 OPS against left-handed pitching. Again, if you're unlikely, but if you're making a bunch of lineups, like, and you're looking to pivot off of another min-price guy, like Dahlbach at least maybe could be that guy. Yeah, man. He fits because, like, if you're building a Red Sox stack, like, they are not cheap at no. all. They are super expensive. So if you wanted to play – actually, I kind of take that back. Devers is 4700 I don't know. J.D. Martinez is 41 Oh, J.D. Homer tonight. I know, but, like, I'm just, like – I guess we're just – like, story 43, what the hell's going on? Yeah, we'll see if Devers plays. He got hit – or he hurt himself the other day. He hasn't been in the lineup, so. I just – I'm just confused by that. Yeah. Uh, that's just super confusing because, like, I'm just – I feel like we're just programmed to see the thing is, like, three you want, 5K Boston players. Yeah, you're going to play Hosmer because you're going to play Machado at 49. Yeah, true. So there's your saving some money there. Second base, where do you where are you going here? Not your typical names at the top at second here. I mean, you can play Simeon. He continues to be good. Six extra base hits over his last 10 games. Two stolen bases over that span, too. 13 stolen bases is a good sign. So, like, he's kind of doing everything. Mentioned Paredes. I think I'd say the same thing I said about... Is it Bayo or is it Bello? It's Bayo. So it's Bay. It's apparently it's Bayo. Yeah. Okay. So my apologies to Mr. Bayo for the correct. I called him. I called him Bello until I heard them call his name Biz Bayo. <laughs> okay. I think I'll say the same thing that I said the last time. I like him again as value, but I'm also willing to stack against him. Like it's right. you play him in tournaments if you want, and you also stack against him. So I think like Paredes, G-Man, or whoever is in the Rays lineup is fine. G-Man's under 4K, so. Yeah, I think the Rays are a relatively decent stack. Unfortunately, Wander's now hurt again, so like that obviously yeah. took away from it. Brent Rogers, we know, rakes against lefties. Yeah. I know he's been bad. I, I have but... it up right here. Nine. He has 341 with a 965 Sheesh. OPS against lefties. And what's he hit at home? I mean, he's two... 843 OPS at home, too. He's hit all eight of his home runs in Coors Field, so he likes hitting at home. 
Cattell Marte, he's been really good lately. He homered on Sunday, hits in four or five games. Trevor Story, again, Boston just feels a little cheap. I know Trevor Story has been meh lately. All season, but, except for that, like, two Yeah, weeks except for the two weeks. Yeah, yeah, fair. But he gets a lefty, and he still hits lefties well. So, I mean, Trevor Story, 43, feels a little... I've gone on scope lately, raking. Sure. I dropped him in FSGA, John. Yeah, big mistake. I mean, he look at his season average. I'm like, dude, this guy can't do anything. Four stolen bases in the last like week. It's like, <laughs> are you gotta be just? Yeah. Not his game, but he's he's learning. <laughs> he's learning to the only way he's gonna stay in the lineup. Yeah, I think Detroit. Detroit sneaky. Detroit sneaky. You know what? What's funny too? We're gonna sit here and say they're sneaky, and then we're gonna like get our we're gonna 26%. get our draft percentage. We're gonna get our draft percentage report at four and be like, why is Detroit? Because they're cheap, right? Like yeah. you. Can, they're going to be like, why is, why is Detroit like the chalk stack of the day to fit cores or to fit whatever? It's like, I mean, that's Riley not, still 3K. So, that's true. I, dude, they're going to be chalky. Oh, the pain. Any other second baseman? All oh, these Tampa Bay dudes are so bad. Like, Bruhan and Walls. No, there's nothing else. Okay. We're going over the third again. You got here. Loaded position today. All right. 4,900. If you're not a believer in Lance Lynn, Jose Ramirez. Is Even if you, are, if you are, I'd be willing to play Jose Ramirez, yeah. dude. He's so good. Yeah, let's see. I mentioned Machado. So you said Yandy had a really good game against him the other day. Three for four in that game. Two doubles, an RBI. A run scored, rather. Today, three for four, double, two RBI. He doesn't hit any home runs. But, like, he gets hits. He gets on base. He's got a 400 on base percentage. Yeah, he's crazy. Billy Bean loves this guy. I feel like this is... Billy Bean wishes Yandy Diaz was around when... He would uh, build an entire team. Yeah, I guess. Like, I... The problem is, like, I'd be hard-pressed not to find, like, 500 bucks to get to Machado. Yeah. Like, somewhere. Or, like... If you're a BVP believer, just to back the Jose Ramirez theory up, six for 17, three home runs against Lance Lynn. Yeah. He's, a, he's a good yeah. guy. Yeah. And then Rojas is... I was going to say Rojas, dude. Lighting Crazy. the world on fire. So, like, I agree, John. I think, and we didn't even, and, like, we're not benching Devers because he has the day-to-day and, like, might not play, but, like, obviously elite against... Yeah, Paul. he's good against lefties. It doesn't even yeah. matter. Like, I should want to play Yanni Diaz. Or I should, like, respect what he's doing because he's actually giving us double-digit fantasy points. Yeah. <laughs> but it just, like... The other thing is, when you look at him, like, he's a big dude. Like, he yeah, looks he, like he should I be a know. power. He has the two, he has the two top buttons undone. Yeah. He has wait, until he learns, out. wait until somebody shows him what launch angle is. And then, like, <laughs> all those laced doubles that he has will be home runs. It's just, I, like... I know I should just like get past. He's that de- he's probably a very good cash game play. So yeah, he's. But, yeah, right, he's but like you said, like this is a spend up position. You're just gonna play Machado yeah. or Ramirez. Those are your those are the two you're gonna lock in. But what did we talk about the other day, right? The, what sparked our whole attack the chalk conversation was the Bayo start, right? Like right. and the winning GPP lineups stacked Rays against a 28 percent right. rostered Bayo. So I mean, it's a, if you're making multiple lineups, even if it's just one or two. If you think Bayo is another chalk play, 20-plus percent roster ship, make one of your lineups a raised stack. Because right. if they go off again, you're going to have huge leverage on the field. And I completely agree. And that is John's comments for everyone for context is geared towards tournaments. So, right. like, 
we're not playing Yandy Diaz over Machado and Cash or Ramirez and Cash. Like it's, most likely not. No. It's this Machado in cores or it's Jose Ramirez BVP and right. so yeah. Shortstop. Wait, I'm uh, just quick. JD I would, Davis. Yeah, JD Davis for a punt. I was gonna say Alec Baum who homered twice in a game the other day. He's actually been kind of good lately. 350 over his last 10 games. Mikolas is meh. And if you're playing a White Sox deck, I know we haven't like mentioned him at all. And I, I don't like Yohan Moncada, but Yohan <laughs> Moncada. And Heimer Candelario, who's coming around as well against Lefty. If Jeter Downs finds his way into a lineup. Yeah. He pinch hit. Did you see pinch hit tonight for... Oh, tonight? No, I saw so the other... Duran left the game tonight. Injury? I don't know what the... Let's find out. Jeter Downs pinch hit for him. I know they have pinch hit for him again when lefties have been up at late in it games. It was like in the middle of... It was like not late in the game, though. At least at least I don't think it was. Duran had... I guess it was. He had three at-bats at that point. Yeah, so it was probably a crunch time thing with like... I imagine maybe a lefty was on the mound and they just they pulled the plug on him or something like that. So or we'll find out. Maybe there was an injury situation here because there are no lefties that actually pitched tonight for the Yankees. So something. What did he pinch hit him for Chapman? Maybe. Yeah. Possibly. Possibly. Yeah. Chapman yeah. They're, they're nuts. There's nothing. There's nothing reported about an injury. So. Okay. Yeah. So that's at least something to to look at. Let's see here. Uh, yep. That's what happened. Chapman pitching for the New York in the sixth. Downs pinch hits for Duran. So there you go. They pinch hit the lefty. Because it was a 6-6 game at the time, actually. So Yeah, Roland Chapman is dust, by the way. Yeah, he's pitching in the sixth inning now. It's crazy. So anyways, if Downs finds his way into a lineup, he's 2K versus lefty. It's the right mm-hmm. side of the split for him. All right, shortstop. Seager at 51? Anderson? Yeah, that's, yeah Seager feels chalky. Yeah. He's hitting well. He's home runs in three straight games. Dude, dude. Three straight games and three, four or five. Yeah. He's going to be your chalk. That's your chalk first base or shortstop. That's your shortstop. He's earning every dollar that he was paid now. So, yep. I like Rosario and him. We didn't talk about Jimenez, but I'll do Jimenez as well against uh, against Lynn here. Yep. Bobby Wick came back into the lineup. I don't know what your thoughts on him, but uh, yeah, I think they're sneaky, the Royals. And I thought that the other day and they completely let me down. But against Fajito, 300 average, 800 OPS, 347 Woba. And Bobby Witt's done all his damage this year against right-handed pitching. So. This is hitting 339 with a 920 OPS for his lefties. Yeah, he's yeah. Not not hitting well, but hitting a good split for him there. Yeah, he's just hitting lefties. Just play him when there's a lefty in the mound. Play him. If there's a righty in the mound, don't even look at his name. Don't even look at his name. Let's see. I would entertain Andrews at 2800. We've been talking about him a little bit. 974 keeps, OPS, dude. Yeah, Lost he keeps hitting. Yeah, he keeps hitting. Again, I like. Okay. Like, stop hitting for power. Like, we know that's this, whatever's <laughs> happening. Like, you know, like, this power stuff is not real. But, hey, man, I mean, you want to be contrarian? You want to play some Oakland guys? Uh, let's see. Glenn Otto against righties. Glenn Otto against righty. Trying to find the, uh, the splits here. 287 average, 840 OPS, 371 Woba. So just keep that in mind. Right-handed batters against Glenn Otto, and especially matters for when we get to the outfield because the best hitter on Oakland is a right-handed batter. So here's a good one, I think, at least, maybe. C.J. Abrams. Ooh, yeah. $2,100 hitting leadoff in cores. He's free as well, huh? Okay, so, I mean... Oh, we talked about it. So you get a $2,100 Eric Hosmer. You have a $4,900 Manny Machado. You have a $2,100 C.J. Abrams. Yeah, that's that feels good. 
I mean, if if you like, even if you didn't want to play Hosmer, but like you're gonna because he's twenty one hundred. So you have Scherzer, Freed, probably. I mean, the only thing is, I guess they're facing each other. Yeah, that's that so, is the big thing there. Nola, let's just say you wanted to just double barrel two most expensive guys. You go Scherzer, Nola, and then those three San Diego guys. You still have forty one hundred dollars per. And piece. you're spending down at catcher. Yeah, and we've talked. Jordan Hyam. Yeah, forty forty two hundred dollars a position after that. It's crazy. So um, throw yeah. J.D. Davis in your outfield. You're even cheaper now. You, you got $4,800 a player for two outfielders and a second baseman. Just and that if, one you, was... if you want to go Brendan Rodgers, now you have 5K an outfielder for your time final two outfielders. Now you have 4K for your outfield. And then you, you go ahead and you throw somebody else in there. Maybe a grit chuck against Minaya or, or something like that. Just spitballing. Spit, I wish we had the extra 100 to get the J.D. Martinez, but uh, you, you can play around. You can play around. Right. There's things, right. there's ways to go. So anyways, super cheap C.J. Abrams at 2,100. Hitting lead off the call. last three games versus a righty. So It's a good call, Johnny. Yeah, top prospect, can hit, can run. All right, outfielders, you got Schwarm Daddy. Yeah, you know, it's hard, hard to fade. Hard to fade, yeah. It's t- he's a, he's literally hitting home runs or he's going over four. So when he's hot though, like he has double. So definitely worthy of, of your consideration. I don't mind the White Sox, even though they're better against lefties. That's fine for me. We know the Rockies and Padres are all in play for the Jock Jams. Um, Power as a one-off, okay. as a, like because we like Merrill Kelly a That's little true. bit. So That's true. probably more as a one-off. Ramon Laureano's got a weird, weird split here. He's, or not splits, but last 10 games, he's hitting just 229, but with a 929 OPM. Eight so, hits, four of them being home runs. And we just mentioned, Glenn Otto struggles against righties, and Laureano is their best hitter, hitting from the right side. So, yeah, I think that's a good play. I also, listen, it's going to be hard to not play J.D. Martinez at $4,100. I know he hasn't been great, but he did homer, as you mentioned. I mean, like... What does he have? What is he tonight? He's one for five with a home run and two ribbies. I mean, obviously one for five is not great, but the home run jump start, like we just don't see JD $4,100. So here's one. If So that lineup that I mentioned, I had Schwarber and I said, I wish we had an extra $100 to get the JD. If you go from Schwarber to Acuna, it allows you to get JD Martinez. Acuna in his career against Max Scherzer, 350, a double, a triple, two home runs. Oh, against- in 20 at bats. That's interesting. He's hitting 350 with a 1200. Mm. Yes. That lineup. Here's the thing. That lineup also has Scherzer. That's true. So you would have to then pivot off Scherzer. I mean, if you wanted to do that, or you just hope that like the one run is Acuna, right? Like he's homers. <laughs> you could just pivot to Freed, and then you open up like a ton of money because then you have. He's also the only guy that hits him well. So yeah. Yeah. Tough, Azuna's tough the next guy. He's 11 for 41. But a couple bombs. So. Tough sell, but tough sell. I see the vision. Just trying to get the JD. Yeah, yeah I see the I see the vision. All right, so there's that. Uh, let's see. Uh, Michael Harris keeps hitting. We're not gonna play him in this spot, but I mean, he has been so good. He's been very good. He had four hits the other day. Ref Snyder probably starts instead of Duran with the lefty on the mound. Yeah, he homered on Saturday. Yeah. Broke a guy's windshield. Did you see the pitcher? No. He hit the he hit that ball over the monster over Lansdowne Street and into the top parking garage across the street, and it smashed the dude's back windshield. I saw the bomb, but I didn't see the... That's he, hit it very, he hit it very far. Yeah. He hit it over the street that's behind the wall. So. Hitting was never a problem for Rob Refsnyder. He was just always so dreadful Everything in the else. field. Yeah. 
And but when you get you're hitting 344 on the year, I mean, you have a place somewhere. That's true. Fran Mill at 34 for home run upside. Yeah, man. You can do that. Harold Ramirez, Yandy Diaz light. I mean, is yeah. he not? He's not like, dude, he's hitting 324 on the year. Back to back multi hit games. No, no power. No, <laughs> no power. That's like a Jonathan Diaz is hitting 300 with no power and nope. nothing nope. else either. Yeah, he, no power. He's, he's actually doing nothing. He gets on base though, 352 OBP, but 700 OPS. Let's see here. Grossman's better against lefties, right? Yeah, he hits. He crushed lefties last year. I think he's hitting third this year against lefties too. He's a hundred percent in your probably in your tiger a hundred percent in your tiger stack if he's in the lineup, which I suspect he is. Yeah. Luis Gonzalez got activated off the IL. He's twenty three hundred. Probably leads off against Morel Kelly too. Right. So yeah, I think two hits good. today. A hit yesterday in his return. Yeah, he's good. No, he's good. He's he has speed. He has power. Yeah. Shouldn't be twenty three hundred is what we're saying. Shouldn't be twenty three hundred. We didn't really mention. I just for pricing, I'm looking at first. It's super weird. But, like, Connor Joe would be okay with Blackman. Yeah, I like them all against Manaya again. There's, like, I, what I said the other day, like, he hasn't been very good, right? No, he hasn't. We, he has, like, I random you, big games. Yeah, remember I told you, I'm like, dude, I want to stack the Mariners versus, versus Manaya, and yep. I think I only had J-Rod, and that was the game where he almost hit it out of the stadium. So, yeah. um, Not a single player on the Padres moved. Yeah, just to look at it. That's all. Just to look at but, it. But I mean, look at his last four starts: five, two, three, and four earned runs for him. Four and four home runs. And look, he's not yeah. look who he's pitching against, right? Chicago, Arizona, Seattle. It's not like it's the Yankees here. Right. He's he's just he's walking guys. He's giving up home runs. So in cores now. You know? No, it's scary. No, it's Morgan Freeman. Scary. Good luck. Like, you know? <laughs> I agree, man. I was just looking at pricing really because I don't. We haven't really mentioned much in terms of like. I just did like a blanket statement that everybody was in play, yeah, but that's true. Normal um, it's too okay. bad that Chris Bryant got taken out of the game. They said it was just cramping. So like Chris Ooh, Bryant. He's in the lineup. Yeah, if he's in the lineup, that's a chalk cash play. If Chris yeah. Bryant's in the lineup, that's a chalk 5, play. 5,100, three homers the last three games. Like, and he hasn't been in cores yet since he's been activated, right? No, yes, he was in cores. I'm seeing if Manaya's pitched in cores in the past. Just for He has pitched. Two games in course, and he has a lot of two home runs and ten innings, six earned runs. He has a five ERA. Has lost both his starts career in course. Yeah, that doesn't seem. Yeah, yeah. We didn't mention power hitting Jose Iglesias, but he is five for eleven off of Shamanaya. Ooh. If you wanted to go there, Chris Bryant is three for four with two home runs. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. Decent little numbers. Look, and here's the. Here it is. Ready? Cash games tomorrow. Our Monday. We're recording on Sunday evening. This game is going to be extremely popular. You want to be with the field. But what do we always say? If you want to be different in tournaments, you don't have to play this game. We know Sean Manaya is vulnerable, but we also know he can shut down a lineup and strike out 10 plus people. I think he's done it twice this year where he's had a boatload of strikeouts. One. This would be quite a feed for him, though, because against no, left-handed pitching, the Rockies are, like, first in every category. So. No, I don't – I'm not disagreeing, but I'm just saying, like, we have seen on multiple occasions Chalk and cores not hit. And I'm going to play Padres. I'm going to play a shit ton of Padres. Every Padre is – I know I said like first in every category, but they are. 
291 average, 803 OPS, 349 Wilbur, all the most best numbers against left-handed pitching in baseball. I mean, it's definitely, it will definitely be a different team. They're let's hitting say 300 with an 880 OPS and a 380 Wilbur at home against left-handed pitching. So here we go, John, just for context. The, those are insane. CJ, 15% strikeout rate. <laughs> Crone hasn't played in two games. Yeah, also Chris, better at its righties this year. Chris Bryant, you mentioned, removed from Sunday's game. Jose Iglesias, also day-to-day, with a head injury. He has dizziness from a collision from Friday. Just saying, if those three guys are not in the lineup in tournaments, that is a very watered-down Rockies lineup. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. I'm not saying I'm going to play them. Trust me. I'm going to play Rockies. No question about it. Playing Rockies, you don't even have to ask me. But I'm also not, like, against fading them in tournaments. That's not me saying I'm going to play Chamanaya because I'm not stupid. But I am not against the fade of Chalk. Especially the first day of quarters. I don't know. I feel like I'm better. I feel like I'd like to play San Diego more. And that's not really saying a lot because Jose Urena's on the mound. But that's just where I stand right now with Cor- I'm going to play them. I'm going to be heavy on them in cash. I'm going to be heavy on them in tournaments. But I'm definitely going to have full fade lineups or one-offs and so on and so forth. Yeah, sounds good. Give me a home run call. Outside, of course. Do you have one? You go first if you got something. I will go with, you got me on the spot here. Give me uh, Jose Ramirez. I'm going to go with Javier Baez. All right. Javier, Javier Baez, finally. A lot of confidence in our picks. I have Jose Ramirez. <laughs> you have Javier Baez. Coors Field excluded, or else I would have taken like any member of. Yeah, insert here. Yeah. So that playbook, I believe, is Justin Vreeland. P. Cole, actually. P. Cole is on the playbook for Monday. We'll be in Discord. If you have any questions, hit us up, and we'll catch you guys later.